0: The world is a big and magical place, and Jason and Colin are your guides, so grab a bucket of pixie dust, because this is Disney World with sass, and no strollers. And here are your two fairy godfathers.
1: This is Two Fairy Godfathers. Hello everybody, I'm Jason Matheson. Ring. I'm Colin Matheson. Who's a little spicy today. I'm sassy. Got my sassy britches on. Don't worry, podcast listeners. I will not uh, allow Colin's sassiness to affect the quality of this podcast. Really? (laughs) (laughs) And I won't be sassy to you all. I'm just going to be sassy to my husband. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. No, we're glad that you're here. And uh, we've heard from a lot of folks that listen to the podcast that you kind of rely on us. And there's other other great sites too, but you kind of rely on us. One of the things you like about the podcast is you kind of binge it before you go on a trip, especially if you haven't been there in a while, if you haven't been to Disney World or uh, it's your first time. And we'd like to hear that. And in the first season, we did a lot of kind of fundamental episodes of the best hotel episode, uh, our tricks episode, basically systems. Yeah, and
0: then we got away from it because we kind of covered most of it. And you were like, you you know everything you need to know. Yeah.
1: and then I was just talking with
0: with my coworker Sarah today and she goes, I think I want to go with you and my friend that's a VIP tour guide because she goes, then I would be a professional. I said, you're already in the minor leagues, girl. You got this. But yeah, now you have to study up again.
1: Yeah, and things have changed. Um, and that's why we thought, oh, okay, yeah, some, the po- post-pandemic, everything kind of changed. I would sing some Frozen too, but you don't want me to sing. Some things never change,
0: but this did. Yeah. So we're going to – some things are staying there exactly how they were, you know, our hotel thoughts on a lot of things. But even that, I mean, there's remodels and mm-hmm. stuff, but we are
1: going to get into – Some fundamentals. Playing again. the game 2.0. So our I love Molly – from uh, oh she used you do this every time I know <laughs> you always say you love her and then you don't know what
0: her mammoth
1: is. mammoth videos I love Molly has a term for um, what we call playing the game playing the game was one of our most listened to episodes in our first season it was basically how we do fast passes which are now lightning lanes R I P so yeah so this episode is really we're calling it playing the game 2.0 but it's really the fundamentals as rupaul would say of disney genie and disney genie plus so let's quickly go through what disney genie and disney genie plus is let's start with the free disney genie service so disney genie is like an artificial intelligence
0: um vacation planning app and it's in um the my disney experience app and it basically you put in your preferences, your pro you know, what you want to do. What you want to do, who you like, yeah, what kind of rides you like, that kind of stuff. And it will suggest an itinerary for you based on your preferences. And it'll from things like, you know, there's a low wait time at this ride, go there, or consider ordering food online right now at this restaurant, because the wait time's low. Um this the show is happening. And if you've never been to Disney World and you don't know what you're wanting to do and what you want to check out. It's a great tool in that sense, I think.
1: It is, especially if you like to do a wide range of things like parades and shows. And we again Or if you don't know like where the restaurants are, and it's like it's literally telling you, Hey, you're yeah. right here. Do you want to order food right now? And it's in real time. So the tips are updating as the conditions in the park changes. It knows what park you're in, it knows the wait times in said park. So yeah, it's a personal kind of day planner. Um, it tells you forecasted weights, like on demand, real time, like, oh, Space Mountain is currently 60 minutes. It tells you all of that. Uh, helps you with mobile ordering food, which we could do a whole episode on mobile ordering food. Let me just stop and say, since we're talking about it, do it. It's yeah. a blessing. It saves us so much time. Why would you not? Yeah. Why would you wait in line? Jump on in mobile order, and then you press a button that tells them when you're there and they start cooking the food and b- boom you don't have to wait in the normal line walk in show them your little confirmation code go pick up your food yeah and it also gives you um a tip board like Holland said throughout the throughout your experience so it constantly gives you ideas you don't always you know it's not perfect it yeah. doesn't know like it doesn't know everything about you so it may recommend Like a jamboree that you do not want to go to or a parade that you do not want to see. But at least, you know, the options are there. Yes. I was going to say this is something that
0: um, I would recommend to a complete novice. Yes. That or hasn't been in a very long time because it is going to give you ideas and suggestions and things that you wouldn't maybe normally know. Yeah. Um, You know, for us, because we go all the time. We don't use it. We don't need it because it's going to recommend things that we don't want to do. So that's
1: Disney Genie. That's the free. That's the free craft. That's free one. That's the free one. You get what you pay for. Disney Genie Plus. That is the paid upgrade to the normal
0: Disney Genie. Yes. And so this has changed even since we talked about it a year ago. I don't even. Think, I mean, we didn't even do a fundamental video. I mean, well, no, we it's weren't on there. I think this is the third change since it came out. Girl, this changes a lot. I know. Yeah. So this one now here's the big change has surge pricing because so, again, this is paid. This isn't free like Disney
1: Genie. This is Disney Genie Plus.
0: So the surge pricing is obviously based on um, peak times. So like during the holidays, the range is fifteen to twenty two dollars per person per day
1: and i would say i don't know maybe i was drinking heavily but i think i paid 25 one day but i could have been really drunk that day but i we do know for sure it's 15 to 22. no comment yeah (laughs) we those in those in glass houses (laughs) thank you
0: um yeah so they say 15 to 22 surge pricing um, I don't know if there's like a calendar out there that says, here's like the ticket calendar that says, here's what these Disney Genie Plus is going to be. Do you know the answer to that? I do not. Or if it's just like that day you wake up and find out. I think so. Because the other thing that changed is you can't buy this in advance anymore, I guess.
1: You used to be able to connect it to your ticket months in advance. You cannot. If you are going on a Tuesday, you cannot add, you cannot buy Disney Genie Plus for your party until midnight of that day. And that's for every ticket holder? That's every ticket holder. Or just annual pass. Every ticket holder. That's shocking. Yeah. So again. Shocking news. So again, just to already recap, because we're th- we're gonna throw around a lot of terms that are very common to us, but we try to remember these terms are not common to you. Disney Genie Plus is a paid service. It used to be called FastPass Plus. It's fifteen to twenty two dollars, maybe twenty. 15 to $22, depending on the surge pricing, per, per person, per day. Let's repeat that. That shocks people. It is per person, per day. So you're already spending upwards, if you get a park hopper, $160-some on a ticket. This is an addition to that. And so you can go back and listen to episode one of this season when
0: we talked about the price hikes at Disney to see if Disney Genie Plus is worth it. Because we laid out a couple different scenarios and what your trip might look like where you could skip Disney Genie Plus for the day. We love it because we like to go on rides and we're usually only there for a short period of time and we're trying to fit in as much as we can. And time is money to us. But if budget is a bigger concern for you and you're there for four days, there are ways that you can... If you're doing one park per day, you might not need it. Or if you're park hopping, there's certain parks that you don't
1: need it at. Mm -hmm. So you could plan your day strategically and save that money. Again, you can go back to episode one of this season, this season, uh, season four, and we kind of go over, like I'll just throw one out there. A lot of people think, and we agree, you can probably skip it at Animal Kingdom. That's the park that if you're going to skip it and try to save some money, just because we call it a half-day park and there aren't a lot of attractions. Disney Genie Plus has over 50 rides and attractions that you can make, a reservation for so, okay. So you've purchased it. Now you're like, okay, fairies, what do I do with it? Well, this is where it gets a little complicated. Depending on your hotel, if you're let's just let's go through it. Let's go with the scenario that you're at a Disney on property, a Disney owned on property hotel. That's the scenario we're going to go with for ease of explanation. We'll start there and then we'll go into the other ones. So, it's beginning at seven
0: a.m., um, you can assuming you have already purchased Disney Genie Plus between midnight that morning and 7 a.m. So in those seven hours, you had to get up, get on the My Disney Experience app, make sure your tickets are connected to everyone, all that kind of stuff. Did you hear that, everybody?
1: Make sure... Ahead of time. We have been... We have had problems before where that has gotten us. Make sure everybody in your party is linked before... You wake up that morning about not
0: only their ticket is linked to their name and you are connected to them, but that the reservation, your hotel reservation also has to be linked in the My Disney Experience app with each person on that reservation. So you can't book, you know, Jason can't book a room and just put it for one person and put Mm -hmm. him on the reservation. He can, but then I cannot make lightning lane reservations at 7 a.m. because my name is not
1: on the reservation at a Disney hotel. On the app, blah, so blah, blah, blah. so again the scenario going with it's Colin and me. We're staying for three nights. We're at a Disney-owned hotel. Let's say for the sake of this, we're at Beach Club. We wake up at six thirty. I'm going to wake up. I like a good. I like a good buffer.
0: I know he likes to set the alarm for like six forty, and I'm like, girl, we don't have to get up till six fifty eight. Okay, but this <laughs> is a scenario for for all the know, for I'm, amateurs. I'm laughing because we're pros, and yeah. so I so, like my sleep because I usually went to the boathouse the night before, had too many martinis, Mm. ended with an espresso martini, and Mm. stayed up until two or
1: three in the morning. Mm. Okay, let's be crystal caring and clear. You haven't seen 2 a.m. on a Disney trip um, since...
0: And how would you... Jesus was in daycare. You are passed out, and I am laying there wide awake, Mm. scrolling through my phone. Don't need judgment. Well, I'm just saying. Anyway... You're not up. You
1: don't know. You're right. Okay, so... So, the scenario... I wake up at 630 Colin and I are linked on our reservation. I've already checked that and our hotel reservation at beach club is linked. I see, I see beach club under a reservation in the, my Disney experience app. I see Colin as part of my party. We are good to go then at like 6:59, this is what I do. And don't laugh. This is what you have to do if you want to be competitive. This is playing the game at 6:59, get ready. Um, Make sure go into Disney Genie Plus, select the park that you are in. Sometimes it does it automatically. Don't rely on that. You'll see it right at the top. Make sure it's in the park that you want to be in, that you're going to be in for that day.
0: And then when 7 o'clock rolls around, you just start buying. Well, not buying. Oh, I'm used to, that's usually what we do. Yeah, No. We buy buy our individual, you know, you're going to make um, a Lightning Lane reservation. And so as long as it's not one of the, which we will get into this next, the individual Lightning Lane attractions. Fancy rides. um, Then you, it's free because you've already paid for Disney Genie Plus. So these rides are free and you pick which one you want, make your reservation. Now, the other thing that changed is you used to be able to go in and pick what time you wanted. Couldn't you? Mm
1: one variation i don't remember but let's not confuse them
0: now you can't do that anymore it will literally start first thing in the morning and they will just go as they book up so if you are not planning on being in the parks until three in the afternoon and that time isn't available you have to wait literally have to sit there and wait and just keep refreshing until it gets to that so the scenario oftentimes will be like slinky dog that one goes quickly but if you need, you know, if you're getting on there and 8am is not available or it's at 8am and you want it for four, you literally just have to keep refreshing, 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 and then book it.
1: So it's, it's the two of us. We're at beach club. We're going to Hollywood studios. Since Colin mentioned slinky dog, this is perfect depending on what you want to do. And we're going to go with the scenario that it's us and we are ride going folk slinky dog at Hollywood studios is probably as hard to get as any ride. Um, So try for that one right off the bat because it books up within, and I'm not joking, seconds. So if the stroke of seven, refresh, go down to Slinky Dog and try to grab it. Now, here is where we're going to throw in a tip. The park opens. Let's give a general time of 8.30. 8.30. Um, If you're staying at a Disney resort, which we are in this scenario, you get a half hour extra early magic hours. Which is a half hour. You get to eight, but let's just say, for the sake of argument, the park opens at eight thirty. We would suggest trying to get a lightning lane as close to open as you can, because you cannot make another fat. You cannot make another lightning lane until one of two things has happened.
0: And this is what they call the two-hour rule. And the two-hour rule means well
1: either you've scanned it on the ride. Two, there's you can't make another one until two things happen. One or one or another thing happens. Yeah, you've either scanned in for that ride or the, the two-hour hour rule. Yeah, so the two-hour rule
0: means it has two hours have to have passed since you booked your Lightning Lane. Now the exception with that one is if you're looking at the first one that you made for the day, right at seven a.m. They do not count seven a.m. as the time. They go from park open. So even though we got a at seven o'clock, we book Slinky Dog Dash. Park doesn't open till eight thirty. That two-hour rule starts at 8:30. So we couldn't make our next one till either 10:30 or we've scanned in on Slinky Dog Dash, whichever one comes first.
1: Yes. I know. You're right now listening it and you're going, like a lot. it's so confusing.
0: The the thing where the two-hour rule comes in handy is if you're doing an afternoon day at the park. So if you're gonna, you know, get up in the morning and Go have brunch and, you know, maybe do like a character brunch at a hotel or something and then go to the pool and then go to the parks in the afternoon. You can get up at 7 a.m. and book your first lightning lane. And then let's say it's Hollywood Studios at 1030. You can book your next one. And then at 1230, you can can book another one. one. And then at 230, you can book the next one. So you could have four. Lightning lanes stacked on top of each other. Before you even walk into the park. And then when you go to the park at 4 o'clock, you could have a 4, a 4.30, a 5, and a 5.30. And you just cranked out four rides. That's that's, stacking. That's stacking. That's the two-hour rule and how it would work. Now, that's assuming that there's going to be availability as the day goes on later in the day. Which isn't guaranteed. But that's how the two-hour rule comes into play. Yeah. Usually, you're not going to use it, you know...
1: If you're going on rides right away in the morning, back to back to back. It's better if you're doing like an afternoon visit. So again, you can only book one lightning lane reservation at a time. Once you scan into that ride. Okay. I have a tank tip here. You have a tank tip in? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Here's the
0: thing, friends. Some rides have two check-in scanning points. So if you scan in Mm -hmm. at the bottom of the ride... And you're like, okay, let's start looking. And you go to book your next lightning lane and it says, you can't do this. And you're like, what? They said, once I scanned in, it's probably because there's a second checkpoint that you have to scan in again. And it's just because they don't want people jumping lines and getting into the lightning lane when they're not supposed to. Good example that I know of, Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror. You'll scan outside down at the bottom as you're walking into the hotel. And then you scan again when you're in the lobby of the hotel. You cannot make your second or your next lightning lane reservation until you've scanned in the second checkpoint in the lobby of the hotel.
1: If you want to make it easy and not just guess, ask the cast member, hey, um, is there another checkpoint? Is there another scan point? They may or may not tell you, but good tank tip there. Absolutely. So, again, if you're getting to the park, right at open, um, which is 830. That's the scenario we're going through. You know what? If you're getting there, that's what we call. That's what folks call rope drop. Run to the back of the park and do Slinky Dog. You know, try to do a ride right at rope drop so then you can make your first lightning lane reservation for like nine thirty. You know what I mean? Yep. So that doesn't say that's yeah. another
0: thing. tip. If we're getting there at 830, even if you booked a lightning lane right at 830, go do a different ride because your, you light, your lightning lane's good for an hour. And so you can knock out another ride that has a short line, do it, go to your lightning lane, make another lightning lane, and then
1: you're good to go because what we're trying to tell you is playing the game involves trying to not let too much time pass between one ride and another. So if you're getting to the park at eight 30, do not make that. And again, we're going with a scenario that you're like us and you are ride centric. Don't make your first reservation for like 1130 because that's three hours.
0: Or the more likely scenario is you got that, you got up at seven, you got a good time for that first one. Let's say you got it at, you know, nine o'clock in the morning. Um, Don't, when you do that ride at 9 a.m., don't book your next one at 11 or noon because even if that's the first one that you're seeing when you're looking, because then you have to sit around for three hours and either do standby lines Or just wait.
1: And a lot of people, maybe some of you don't care. Maybe you're like, oh, I'll do a show in between there. Yeah. I'll eat. We're just saying we're coming at this through. We want to maximize our riding and we want to get as many rides in as we can. Because, again, at Disney, time is money.
0: So this is when we go into our refresh, refresh, refresh. Because even though you look and you don't see any times and the nearest time is three hours from now, just keep refreshing.
1: Let's give a scenario. So we, we have gotten there at 8.30. Colin and I have made, when we got up at 7, the first, fat, the first lightning lane we made was for Tower of Terror at 9.30. Colin and I are at the park at Rope Drop at Open. We decide, because Slinky Dog is so hard to get, we're going to go right to Slinky Dog and wait that minimal standby wait at Open, which is usually no longer than like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So we ride Slinky Dog for hypothetical. Sense. Let's just say we get on the ride at nine o'clock. We wait a half hour. Mm-hmm. We do Slinky Dog. By the time we walk over to Tower, it's basically nine thirty, right? Where it's time for our first Fast Pass. Because the other fun fact,
0: friends, Fast or Lightning Lanes—I keep calling them Fast Passes—start five minutes early. Five minutes early. And they run
1: 15 minutes late. But they don't tell you that. They'll no. let you in. Sometimes if you get a grumpy cast member, they won't. But they're supposed to.
0: But if you happen to get to the ride three minutes early, you can scan it. So, so, then,
1: so we ride Tower of Terror. We scan in twice. Remember, the second time, then Colin and I are jumping on Disney Genie Plus, And we're looking for our next Fast Pass. And we want Rock and Roller Coaster. Okay, we go on that one. We schedule it for, I don't know, 10, 15. But let's say there's a ride... That you desperately want. That is telling you there are no more times available. This is where Col- what Colin was getting ready to mention. Do not give up. Especially if you have several people in your party. This is truly playing the game.
0: Yeah. And not even the ones that are just not available. Even if it's a time that you don't want. Yes. You know. Like I said. We'll. We did. Let's. In our example. We did Tower of Terror at 930. And let's say we wanted to do Rock and Roller Coaster next. And we looked, and the next time was like two o'clock. No, no. I'm not gonna wait around for four hours. No, it's 9 15 right now. Yeah. So you just keep refreshing, keep refreshing, keep refreshing. And at some point, you know, you might have to bite the bullet, but we have never, ever in the last, you know, year and a half or whatever this has been, had to like give up something or not gotten what we're looking for.
1: Now, look, is there a price to pay for this? Yes. Your face will be in your phone. The entire time. But if we're together all the time, we're right? together. But if you're with, I mean, like, how much are you going to talk in line? And again, time is money. Especially if you are with a big group, put somebody in charge and it is just constant refreshing. Refresh, refresh, refresh. Well, and I can talk and refresh. Yeah, I can too. <laughs> but Colin is right. You're not the best at multitasking. Okay. We don't need, um, I just feel like you're really um, kind of critical of me today. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no Um. Uh, where was I oh but it's worth it yes your your face will be in the phone but you will eventually get it because people cancel Disney sometimes releases if they see a lull in a ride a lull in the, the traffic going to a ride they'll release some additional lightning lanes at, at, at additional times and here is yet another little tank tip Disney Genie Plus allows you to pick your favorite rides. Um, So let's say you're gunning for Rise of the Resistance. That's the one that you really want to try to get on for a fast pass. Or wait, that's a bad example because it's individual lightning. Let's say it's um, Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run. Go into the preferences where, where it asks you to pick your favorites. So that's what I was going to ask. Is this on tip board? This is on tip board. Okay, so you go to tip board. And then you have to, like, say, plan my Disney Genie day. Yeah. That's what it is. And that it's going to ask you your favorite villains and your favorite foods and what you want. If you're gunning for a specific ride, one of them or a couple of them, only put a check by those. Because, friends, those rides appear at the top of that list that you're refreshing. So you don't have to keep scrolling down. It's a great tip. Yes. So as you're... F- frenetically scroll, you know, refreshing, you don't have to look in the alphabetical order list. It will pick your, it'll put your favorites at the top of that refresh list. And that is vital because you need to jump. If you see the time you want girl, you hit, yep. don't hesitate. Seconds matter. Yeah. Cause we've booked it before where oh. it looks like
0: you've got the time you hit. Yes. And then by the time you get to the confirm screen, that time's gone, pay attention because it changes the time.
1: Yep. That is an yes. Just because the minute you see it, let's say you want Millennium for 1015 in the in the morning. It's now 10 o'clock. Refresh, refresh, refresh. 1015. <gasps> hit it immediately, but may hit it immediately. It'll take you to a secondary confirmation screen. Look carefully because sometimes you were a millisecond late and someone grabbed it and it will push you to the next available time. So look closely. Um, That's the only hazard with this. Always look at that screen closely. And
0: then you can update that ride selection list throughout the the day. So once you've ridden Millennium Falcon, then get off, go back. Uncheck it. Yep. Go to the um, tip board. Say my Disney, plan my Disney Genie day. Go to the ride thing and
1: say, nope, take that ride off. Put this ride on. Pumpkin spice latte. I think that's all. Before we move on to our final one, individual lightning. That's all the good tips, right? That's it. Okay. So we've had Disney Genie free. Basically, a travel agent, Disney Genie Plus, which is a ride skipping apparatus. Used to be called Fast Pass, now Lightning Lane. Now, the third confusing thing: something called individual Lightning Lanes. What are they, Colin? Oh, why can't Disney come up with a better Better name? I know.
0: Oh, like I don't call it the Magic of the Lamp rides or something.
1: Paper ride or fancy
0: rides, we call them. Um, So this is (sighs) one ride at each of the parks. Now, again. This could change at any point. Who knows? As of the recording of this. It used to be two rides at each park. Now it's one. Um, It's one ride at each park. Those rides at Magic Kingdom, it's Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, at Epcot, it's Guardians of the Galaxy. At Animal Kingdom, it is Avatar um, Flight of Passage. And at Hollywood Studios, it is Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. These rides are a separate fee in addition to Disney Genie Plus. (laughs) Did you you hear that? You have to
1: buy Disney Genie Plus. You no, do no, not. Oh, see, this is what I don't know. You okay. do not need to buy Disney Genie Plus. You can just get... Um, okay. Oh, wait a minute. Did they change that? No. I think you can do it separate. You, I think you, you can do it separate.
0: You Google that while I talk. Okay. Um, I think you can do it separate. Anyway, here's how it works. Much like Disney Genie Plus, it is surge pricing, and the prices range from 5 to $22, I believe. It could be $17.
1: And, and it could be higher. I paid, I think, $23 for Guardians of the Galaxy in our last trip.
0: I want to see if I can look it up now because.
1: What? Look up what? The price of them because I don't think that's right. Oh, no, it's surge pricing too, honey. It, no, I know that, but I'm trying to get the range. Well, I think it's low as $10. I thought it was seven. I no, five. I think it's as low as 10, and it goes up from there. And mm. I saw, I think, Guardians. Seven, seven to $22. Okay. So.
0: Yeah, 7 to $22 per ride, depending on... Per person. Per person. Per ride. So um this one lets you pick the time, though, I believe, right? Yes. You usually book these. So um when you get up at 7 a.m. and we book these, you can pick the time that you want, and you can book two of these per person,
1: per day. That is it. That's it. You can't get more than that. No. So what I do is... So again... In, because there's a whole bunch of terms we're throwing out, I just always like to recap. You've purchased Disney Genie Plus for each person in your party, and again, we're going to go with the scenario. Um, it's Colin and me on this trip. I woke up at I woke up at six thirty. I got Disney Genie Plus um, for the two of us, and at seven, at the stroke of seven, I purchase. I go. I'm at Hollywood Studios. I immediately buy. I immediately buy Rise of the Resistance. And then we're going to go to Epcot later in the day because we have park hopper tickets. So I buy Rise of the Resistance for sometime in the morning. So, you know, I pick whatever time, 10, 11, whatever is available. And then quickly go up, change the park, bloop, to Epcot if you're park hopping, and then buy your second one if you want to. You don't have to, but I buy both of them right right away. Because you don't want to be gone. And now keep in mind, again,
0: if you're park hopping, you can't park hop until after 2 p.m. So don't buy your second Lightning Lane earlier in the day. I don't know if it'll even let you. It might say you
1: can't. It won't let you.
0: What's the... No, then a new rule just started, right?
1: No. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's, don't confuse them. That's no, that's something times. different. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll buy Rise of the Resistance. I'll pay probably $17 for per person. And then I switch parks, push Epcot, because that's where we're going to park hop. And then I'll buy Guardians of the Galaxy And I'll try to pick a time like three, four o'clock because you can pick your time if available when you're buying these individual lightning lanes. I know even as I'm saying this, it is very confusing. But again, that's what rewind is for. Yeah, there's a fancy ride at each park that if you want to skip the main line, it's going to cost you on top of your ticket and on top of your Disney Genie
0: Plus. And not to confuse you, but just because I'm going to throw it out oh, there. Lord. No, there is a difference between a virtual queue and an individual lightning lane. That is only at this point, that the only ride doing a virtual queue is Guardians
1: of the Galaxy. But you need to know because a lot of people think they're the same thing. No, they're not. Virtual queues are used by Disney for brand new rides. When they don't want a standby line, they will use a virtual queue for the first few months of of the opening of a ride. They don't do normal standby lines. They make you go into try to get into a virtual queue. We'll get into that in a different episode. That's a good. Yeah. And remember, once you buy these individual lightning lanes, they cannot be changed or canceled. Keep no. that in mind. So.
0: Cause if, we tried to do that once. Um, we tried to cancel one. I can't remember why we wanted our money back for some reason and they were difficult about it.
1: Yeah. Which but, is rare. Um, Last thing do we want to do a ride review. No, let's. We say, keep teasing it. Not I know. Doing it. Well, we're thirty minutes in, so oh. yeah, yeah. Um, again, it, as far as tips are concerned, with the individual lightning lanes, are they worth it? Um, I, I, look, again, I've said it seven times now. Time is money. You really get on these rides a lot quicker with these individual lightning lanes. Um, you wait a minimal amount. So if you have a family. You want to guarantee, well, almost guarantee weather and stuff and technical difficulties, but it's the closest you can guarantee to getting on that ride with a minimal weight. If you want to go on these three, these rides, these four rides, I say the investment is worth it. Try to budget for them. I do too. And you just
0: mentioned something that I thought, oh, we didn't talk touch on that. If you have a um, Lightning Lane and the ride shuts down or breaks down or whatever for some reason. They will usually give you a multiple experience lightning lane that you can use on different rides, and it'll tell you exactly in the in the thing which rides it's good for. Yeah, they'll take
1: care of you if the certain, ride goes down.
0: Because there's certain ones you can use, it on certain ones you can't, so just read the fine print. Or you can wait till that ride
1: comes up, if it comes back. Yeah, if it comes back, you can just keep it and go yep. on it later. So there we go. We think we answered the fundamentals of the lightning lane, or as we call it, playing the game, part two i'm telling you if you take anything from this assign one person to refresh never take no for an answer just because you don't see a time available i've i've never it's never failed me nope i've always gotten a time but i'm feverishly refreshing and i mean constantly don't think you can just do it every so often bring a battery pack yeah constantly refresh and it'll really enhance your trip absolutely that's going to do it for us next week. Another kind of fundamental episode. We're going to review some of the new rides that have opened since our last season Guardians sure. of the Galaxy, sure whatever. We are. Guardians of the Galaxy being one of them. But first, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to leave a five star review. Spread the word to your friends, it helps those reviews and uh spreading the word you can find us on social media as yeah, well just look for us on facebook and instagram two fairy godfathers and you can find us wherever you get your podcast apple Podcasts, podcast one and more until next time bye fairy friends